0: Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Playing With Power podcast. It is an issue-by-issue retrospective of Nintendo Power Magazine and all the hijinks that come up in conversation. I am your host, Ben, and with me, as always, are my co-hosts, Mike.
1: Happy Canada Day!
0: And John. Howdy-doody. And uh, we have a special guest aboard today. Uh, We have Josh Foreman. Welcome, Josh.
2: Hello. Thanks for having me.
0: And uh I, I have a I have a feeling that uh, you might be related to this issue somehow. So uh I'll I'll save that for for a little bit later, but uh can you tell us a little bit about uh about yourself and um what what your history is with uh perhaps Nintendo or with uh, video games?
2: Yeah, sure. So I actually um so I'm kind of I'm probably half a generation older than you, I guess. Uh so I started with nintendo fun club back when it you know issue one uh my first you know real gaming experience was was zelda and that was my (laughs) epiphany moment of what i wanted to do with the rest of my life um so yeah just uh just been a fan of the nintendo's ever since then and uh i you know because this was my first experience i have a real fondness for that time period Mm -hmm. and uh yeah, I I am an artist, so I do a lot of art and a lot of art related to Nintendo and stuff. Like, I've been working on a—I'm trying to remake the original Legend of Zelda, but with actual sculptures. I'm going to photograph those sculptures and then put them in a game engine and have, you know, like a cool-looking claymation sort of version of the game. Wow. That's sort of just crazy projects oh, going sweet. on.
1: Will it be like a, a first-person uh, VR Google, uh, Google Cardboard
2: thing? <laughs> it, it will not. Uh, but it would be
1: great from a first person perspective to just walk around and like blast uh tectites and stuff.
2: You know, I was I was seeing that new the new the footage of the latest uh Zelda game that's coming out, the Breath of the Wild, I'm so hoping that they literally reproduce uh the entire map. Because I mean that could fit in a little pocket of that giant world, right? Like if they reproduce mm-hmm. reproduce the, the L Z map in <laughs> uh, Breath of the Wild. That would be the greatest thing ever. Yeah.
1: I read some I think I read somewhere that uh it says that like uh Skyrim was only one fifth of the landmass that's uh
0: Breath of the Wild.
2: No, they they said it's nine times bigger.
0: Oh, right. yeah, yeah, I think it's Wow. <laughs> like, is there enough time to even explore this game? I hope you get Epona like at the beginning.
3: That's the worst. Like, that's the, like as we get older, we have families and kids and stuff like that. It's like, oh, I'm never gonna have time for this game. <laughs> my, my son, my
0: son will have to finish this game. Right. Oh my god! I'm gonna, it's gonna, yeah, it's gonna take place in real time, a full twenty four hours in order to get to the next quest.
2: Uh, well, let, let me let you in on a little uh, dirty secret. I, I work in the game industry. I've been working in video games professionally for 20 years. Hmm. This is exactly how that number came about. I can, I can look into my magical ball and tell you. So <laughs> there's a developer sitting there. He's working away on, on his map. And the marketer comes up and says, hey, Bob, we really got we to we pump this thing at E3. Uh, how, <laughs> how big is the game? And he's like, oh, I'd say it's 128 chunks. And the marketer's like, that tells me nothing. What's it like in comparison to, say, Skyrim? And he's like, ah, I don't know, maybe four or five times bigger, maybe. And the marketer's like, no, no, really think about it. Like, g- give me a range. <laughs> he's like, ah, between four and nine. And then, like, you, you have the Homer Simpson, like, door slams, car pulls out, you know. And then the next day, the headline, Zelda nine times bigger than Skyrim.
4: Uh, I mean. here's
2: here's the thing it's like game engines you can't compare one game to another because right. they all have different measurement units so <laughs> there's there's no way to to make that determination
0: well like right. the the the, ter- the amount of uh, time it takes to cross from like one side of the game world to the other is is probably like the one i equate to like okay it takes you a half hour to get to from one yeah. side to the other just walking that's what I like always love regular, about sort of.
3: um, Grand Theft Auto whenever they release and they always have a video of like how long it takes to drive from like one end to the other mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. and they keep, those yeah. games keep getting bigger so anyway um, Josh how did you find out about uh, playing with power would be an interesting question I guess oh man
2: you know as, as a child I tried playing with a lot of things and um, oh. power, power was oh. just the best
0: <laughs> i mean, <in> our podcast <laughs> Wow. <laughs> we now know what uh, Josh calls his uh, privates. Well,
3: welcome, welcome to the club, everyone. <laughs> right. But no, seriously, how did you, you find our podcast? Uh,
2: uh, you guys actually tracked me down. Oh, so. that sounds about right. All right. Yeah. Okay. So, all right. so I'm uh, – well, do we want to spoil this yet? No, no spoilers. No, we're going we'll to wait. Oh, okay, all okay. Right. No spoilers. Right. Uh, okay. Let's just say I was contacted and I love this kind of thing, so uh, I'm all in.
3: Well, thank you very right. much.
0: Yes, thank you for joining us. Welcome. And I understand you're going you're gonna to hang out and uh, read through this issue with us?
2: Yep. All right.
0: All right. So uh, we are looking at volume 24, which is... Help me out here with what it's month this is. May, it's
3: May. May 91.
0: May 91. And on the cover, we have a game called Vice Project Doom, Cosmic Plot. And it's literally just a pair of uh, binoculars pointing at a dude climbing a ladder. Yeah, that's yeah. some voyeur checking out his ass.
3: Yeah, it's like an alien
2: though, because look, he's got like nubs. Yeah, he's got three fingers. fingers. He he, it yeah. looks like a like a battle toad hand or something. <laughs> oh yeah,
0: see that? Oh yeah, have and, the uh, suction cup fingertips.
1: Yeah, yeah, we have no idea who this guy is, but he looks like a 1980s fuck boy who wandered into Doctor <laughs> Wiley's lab.
3: Wow.
1: <laughs> look at the way he's dressed. Don't you think he looked like the kind of guy that sits outside of like an alley at like 11 o'clock at night and. All the women are after him cuz they, they know he's trouble. Like look at the way he's dressed. Is that so your Mike, move? Mike? Your- is that your dating
3: move? <laughs> Sit in alleys and wait for girls to pick you up? <laughs> I so think is- his
0: move, not mine. <laughs> are the pages of your Nintendo power stuck together, Mike? I'm just curious. <laughs> I'm just, curious. <laughs> I'm just describing wanted- his appearance. I'm not saying I want to, why he's to climbing tell
3: between, I want to know why he's why he's climbing between these, like Matrix pod matrix pods of like whatever I don't know. Yeah. Know, back- it it like, well they look like fetuses. Yeah.
0: Yeah. The the back to takes
3: alien chicken nuggets or something.
2: I don't know. I didn't no, no I hate to disappoint
1: problem. you, it's earth chicken nuggets. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I, right. I, so I know that Nintendo Power rated their their worst covers at some point and said that the mm-hmm. Castlevania one was the worst. But I have got to say, this is stiff competition. It's pretty <laughs> atrocious. Yeah,
0: there's it's not pretty much, bad.
2: There's not it's much so, good. Oh, going I, I there. have the I have the best story, you guys, about about <laughs> the the Castlevania cover. So, okay, I'm I'm being homeschooled in a log cabin in North Pole, Alaska. My <laughs> mom. <laughs> Every oh every good story starts that way. By the way, absolutely.
0: Where's right. your my mama mom bear?
2: My, my mama, absolutely, mama bear. Where's right. your mom bear? Did <laughs> she know Sarah That <laughs> I did not. She was in Wasilla. I was in North Pole. Like, you know, okay. a thousand miles away. So, did you
0: know the guy that said the internet is made of a series of tubes?
2: <laughs> Ted's. <laughs> He's dead now. Stevens Possibly.
3: Hard to say. Anyway, all right.
2: Uh, oh, so, so she got that, that her hands on the issue and duct taped over the gory bits on oh. the cover.
1: <laughs> there's gory bits? Oh, God. That is so you know, there, there's
2: like Dracula's God. eyeball and heart and whatever Whoa. else.
1: It was like, like holding <laughs> his decapitated head, right? Oh my God, just censoring I it. Think
2: so. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, and this is the hilarious part is she's a science fiction author. And I've been developing this whole science fiction fantasy universe for like 20 years, whatever. Mm-hmm. And she's actually writing novels in my world, and they are way gorier. There's like people getting pushed <laughs> in lava and dismembered, and just all this just terrifying stuff going on in these stories. It, it just oh, cracks me goodness.
0: up. <laughs> I'm sure she wasn't like reading to those to use a child, though, right?
2: No, that that's true. Yeah. I mean, she was, she was I doing mean, her best to mama bear me.
3: I mean, mm-hmm. no offense by it, but is your mom particularly religious?
2: Uh, yes.
3: I think I've seen degree. that in a
2: lot of people
3: that growing up, you know, in Arizona out here, there's a lot of people that homeschool, homeschooled their kids and things like that. And that's kind of a common theme. Um, oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
2: We, the, the church that I went to was one of those that was, you know, the, the Teletubbies are trying to turn kids gay and, and Dungeons <laughs> and Dragons. It's, Harry Potter's evil how and, you get into the occult. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> it was i, I so back then, you know, because I'm older than you guys, it was the the evil things out there were the cabbage patch kids and the smurfs because they both had like Middle Eastern demon names for their well you know. that's they're <laughs> actually right
3: about that cabbage patch kids are fucking terrifying, just look at them they so. are
0: I've been to the place where they make them. it was uh, <laughs> a
1: nightmare. Have you seen wow. like with the little tags it says like if they don't get adopted they 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 die or uh <laughs> or something. Their soul go, goes to Satan.
3: Oh, my goodness. All right. Okay. all right. spiritual
1: blackmail on the kid. Like, Moving you know, you could walk out of the toy store with him, but, you know, he will go to hell. Yeah.
3: Moving on. You're I don't think there's anything else. I don't think there's anything too much about, else about this cover, do you guys?
0: All right. So if within the uh, inside cover, we've got an advertisement for go on the ultimate power trip. Get four free players guides, even if you already subscribed to Nintendo Power. And it has this ridiculous uh, frame-by-frame sort of animation where it has this kid jumping through. I don't describe it. I think this is a young
1: Gabe Newell, and he's thinking with portals.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Is this kid jumping through like isometric photos of like fireworks and stepping on different? And, uh, and
2: progressively becoming more powerful, you'll notice. Nice. He right. Start, he starts out uh, <laughs> as as a game atlas, and then goes to game. I can't read. It's between it's the saying like something. Game
3: Boy Guide.
2: Okay, and, then, and more power, and then ultra power.
3: Yeah, more power. <laughs> <laughs> and. And if you look the the super nest, the ultra power, he actually has an aura of power around him. He's so strong.
0: Mm. He's super saiyan. Yeah. Do you know you can pay to see your a uh, photo of your aura if you if you go to a specific shop in Sedona?
3: <laughs> yeah. I've been there. Well, not that I've been to psychic in Sedona. I've never been to the aura photo. Shop, you had your.
0: Have you had your aura? Aura photographed?
3: No, I did. I did go to a psychic, and the psychic actually did pick up that I was uh, banging two chicks at that time. So you know, good to use. Good for you, psychic. Well, kind
0: of did help the that one of those chicks was the psychic. So,
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> just saying.
3: All right. Um, I
0: love at the top right here. It says sixty dollars of power
3: free. <laughs>
0: Oh yeah, I give you six
3: trailers of free power if you know what I mean. <laughs>
1: it, it's like they took pictures of this, of this kid doing like dance aerobics or something.
3: What's a, what's this game atlas? Game atlas is a bunch of game maps in a, in book form. No,
1: it's just like a list it of all features the games. Complete colored maps of the most popular games. Super Mario it's, Brothers. Zelda, yes, Mega Man.
2: Yeah. yeah. I
0: thought it'd be better it, if it's just like all a the, list it's of all the games. content
2: they already made for Nintendo Power, just in one spot. All
3: right. All right. So complete waste of your time. Good job,
2: Nintendo
0: Well, power. It's, a, it's ketchup if you if you didn't already have the Nintendo Powers. Mm. Yeah, so the highlights. Ketchup.
3: It's delicious, hard to get back. It's just ketchup. All right. Mm. Um, okay.
0: Okay. Moving on. They got power the, line. Uh, power line. It, I didn't it, read this, but there's an illustration of uh, what's his name, the Rocketeer. Rocketeer. In there. He's
3: he's doing like a super fist through the wall. Yeah, uh, I like
1: the. Uh, they talk about uh, the Lone Ranger game and uh, it says you won't get bored staring at the same old scenery. It's like, as long as Johnny Depp doesn't ruin the uh, the timing every now and then, I'll be fine. Or just mug for the camera. And uh, then they talk about how amazing the Rocketeer is going to be. It's already heating up video screens. It's a blast. Like, yeah, Rocketeer. Remember all the sequels that made? Because it was a blockbuster? I actually liked the Rocketeer movie. I didn't
2: hate days. it!
0: Yeah. No, I remember it?
2: liking it when it came out. I have not seen it since. Why
0: didn't they make more movies? I'm going to bet you it doesn't hold up. The I'm public bet, wasn't like, ready for nost-
2: comic book movies yet.
0: I think we're we're viewing that movie with nostalgia lenses. Yeah, the, yeah. the, it's the same as the good. same
1: ways that thought Mortal Kombat was a good movie. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I knew that was a terrible movie then. Did you meet yeah, Christ- it's Christopher Lambert is like rated
3: on Rotten Tomatoes. So yeah, I think this probably was just everything's a little like a little better when you're a kid. You yeah. Know. Like
2: it's I remember Last movie. Action Hero
3: being good, and I was like, oh whoa, yeah, that was terrible. What was I thinking?
0: <laughs> I stand behind Hudson Hawk. Thank you very much. <laughs>
3: whoa, 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 we'll get there. We'll get there. All right. Okay. Oh, all right. Uh, so, on the, the table of uh, contents, table of cool?
0: contents, mm. nothing terribly interesting mm. there for me. No, I didn't find anything. What about you guys?
1: Nope.
0: All right. Okay, moving okay. on to the players' pulse, the mailbag. Yeah, and uh, we've got some uh, fantastic artwork from uh,
1: Mega Man fighting Top Man from a uh, guy Peter Ocasio of the Bronx, which was all right. And That's uh, all good. And uh, not. A kind of okay one from Samir Torres of Puerto Rico, but uh, one of the most uh, like good inking, at least from what I've seen of the other ones, was by Sean Boley, and I tried looking them up online and I found an art gallery of his, but it hasn't been updated since 2004, so I'm calling it He's Dead. <laughs> Feel free to um, prove me wrong.
3: Are we going to talk about the the awesome artwork for like the banner there? It looks like...
2: Sort of the purple the... squiggle with the with the yellow dot.
3: Well, no, just that they oh. have all the different people painting and assembling the players at the top.
1: Up. Oh yeah, yeah, the banner. Of the...
3: Oh oh, that okay yeah. Sorry, I mean that's probably, that's kind of cool. That looks I don't know. It seems very
2: nineties to me, but they did those did noses put that together. Yeah. Oh no. my god, the noses. I don't
0: know what that the deal is with this artist and the noses.
2: I think I know what the deal is. <laughs> what's, the, what's the deal, Josh? I, I don't think I need to say. <laughs> <laughs> we we elaborated on that in a previous <laughs> issue. Yeah,
0: we've already yeah. mentioned the 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 noses and their in their shapes uh, ad nauseum. Well,
2: let's just say they're playing with power. Leave it at that. Yeah. yeah. So they're, then
3: we have we have what we have one final letter here. Is that is yeah. that something we're going to talk about? Huh? <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> the best letter.
3: Yeah, it <laughs> is.
0: So we this have, one says Artbeat. Josh Foreman is 15 years old and lives in North Pole, Alaska, where Christmas decorations are all up all year and a 20-foot Santa Claus stands in front of the Santa Claus house. Sometimes the temperature drops to -50 degrees Fahrenheit. Josh says that when he's having Nintendo games to play is a great thing. Josh made these models mainly out of Cernit, which is a clay imported from Germany that hardens in the oven. He's made a business of selling custom jewelry and fig- figurines. From the photos you can see that he's been busy. Josh homeschools with his brothers and sister, which means his mom is also his teacher. When when Moose walked through the yard, his mom <laughs> stops school and lets them watch. He is studying Japanese now, so he can someday talk with the Japanese staff at Nintendo Co. Ltd. Oh, there's boy. A, there's a couple of photos in here, one of them with Josh. Um, there I press, I am. Pressing mug, his his hand to his chin, mugging That, protos, the that
3: prototypical you do. '90s '90s <laughs> yep. photo, like, uh, like he's in
0: a glamour booth. You know, yeah, I, shot. I,
3: I <laughs> still use that move, though. I, there's nothing <laughs> again. There's nothing wrong with that. Move. Oh yeah, it's yeah.
1: cutesy. But uh, I honestly thought it was Fred Savage for a second.
3: <laughs> oh,
2: thank you. That guy's cute.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so uh, obviously, yeah. we your your secret has been has been broken. Jo- Josh is is uh in the issue so
2: thank you
0: oh my gosh it's the same guy yeah. star a coincidence. of the issue
2: <laughs> um, yeah someone had some super sleuth skills to track someone down after what? what's it been 20 something years yeah we. we, we uh,
3: well Mike found Catherine the same way so she's <laughs> uh, lucky
0: sometimes I just,
1: I just hit the google box and I'm like okay alive or dead let's find out
3: <laughs> thank god he's alive <laughs> Um, Do you, like, so you were making custom figurines and stuff, like, based off of the games, I I take it? was
2: Well, I was making, the stuff I was trying to sell was was Christmas related because the North Pole tourist trap was there. So this was just my own little hobby, was to recreate scenes from games and stuff. And it's such a tragedy what ended up in the magazine because you cannot (laughs) make out... It's just a jumble of noise. Yeah. It's, it's like a Transformers movie. It's just...
3: <laughs> you hate Michael Bay too? You're, did we just become oh best friends?
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, there's a... Well, the big question I have to ask first is, why did they talk about you instead of reading the letter that was sent by you?
2: Yeah, that's... I can't remember if uh, I wrote it that way, or if maybe my mom wrote based on what I was saying I wanted to say. I, I cannot recall. Uh, I don't think I talked about myself in the third person. <laughs> generally, uh-huh. yeah. Josh generally doesn't make a, a habit of doing that. <laughs> oh.
0: <laughs> you would have been
3: so much better off if Etsy had been a thing when you were a kid, though, by the way. Because I like, oh, yeah. made a
2: killing off of doing that from North Pole.
1: So there's an actual Santa Claus house?
2: Yeah. So, it's, it's, so basically, North Pole, Alaska, it's uh, kind of right in the middle of the state. It's southeast of Fairbanks, and it exists fully, solely for the purpose of the caravans of old people in Winnebago's to stop and send a letter to their grandkids from, you know, the Santa Claus house. You know, and so it's got that P.O. box, and it says North Pole on it, you know.
3: And so you would have little ornaments and things like that that they could pick up and take back with them. Um, exactly. Okay.
1: And you can bring home a, uh, a Mario 3 Sun.
2: <laughs> that thing's pretty bad, yeah, so, that's nice
1: or a, uh, so,
2: so that, that picture or, on the top is <laughs> what's funny is they cropped it which makes it even less intelligible but it's it's a kid on a couch playing Mario and then Bowser and various other creatures from the game are busting out of it mm. but I had this catalog of posters you can order and mm. because it's in a catalog they're all miniature and but they were the perfect size for this room so I just put as many as I could on the wall as possible, which makes, yeah, it's just, it's a disaster. Yeah, you got tigers
3: is, and all kinds of... Is like, Bowser yeah. in front of an NES Max?
2: Yes. Yeah, so the NES Max is actually suspended from a wire. That, so the kid... hold on, is that a, so on, is that a real NES Max? No, 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 it's no, it a tiny, tiny model huge. one that I made.
0: <laughs> yeah, so I was wondering, like, this is a giant Bowser. <laughs> yeah,
2: it's like a quarter of an inch across. Yeah, so, okay. so he startled his hands up and the controller's flying. That's that's what's supposed to be going on there. And you you did that out of that CERNET material that they're yeah. referencing there. Okay. Yeah, it's a polymer clay. It's just baked in the oven. Not okay. to be
1: not to be confused with the uh, mo- with the particle collider in Switzerland. So no,
2: not
3: that
0: Cerna. One. Yeah,
2: there you go. Yeah, guess, yes.
0: Do you use the <laughs> are um, you CERNIN or CERN? That's right. <laughs> Do you paint it before or after it's baked?
2: So I, it comes in all those colors. So it's actually just those are the colors of the clay. Oh wow.
0: Oh, oh,
1: okay. Oh, you don't paint them afterwards?
2: Well, the the stuff I do now, I use a different polymer clay called Super Sculpey, and I do paint those afterwards. And we should totally put a link to my Zelda characters in there, because I'm literally still doing this stuff like a baby <laughs> for the past you know, 28 years or whatever.
3: You know what? As long as you enjoy it, that's that's yeah. all that matters. Like,
0: it's, so. it's pretty impressive. You sent us a, a link uh, just before this, we were all talking about, about the, uh, the like-like, which looked like a... Uh, yeah, which realistic. we like-like. <laughs> it looked like a, re- a prolapsed anus. <laughs> or,
3: or a couple of my ex-girlfriends, js that were like, were like a starlack pit. Than,
0: uh.
1: <laughs> there you uh, will be consumed for a thousand years. Um.
2: <laughs> Another great right. thing you guys should have is, uh, so there's, there's a satirist online called Sean Baby, and he does a column called uh, Dear Nintendo, My Life is a Goddamn Mess, where he okay. goes hmm. through old, old Nintendo Powers and puts up letters like these and then just rips them to shreds. So, uh, so. you were contacted by Sean Baby? So I was not contacted by him. I just stumbled across his website with a picture of me just oh. savaging fifteen-year-old Josh Foreman. Yeah. Oh, it's great. Well, what's what's really funny is I ran into him later because I work in the game industry and he he covers the game industry as a, right. as a journalist. So he was actually stopping by ArenaNet where I work at one point, and I introduced myself as you know the fifteen-year-old Josh Foreman from North Pole, Alaska. <laughs> it was it's pretty priceless look on his face, but you know I didn't know it was all good. I, I enjoyed it that's so funny you, you, so you he's still alive at, you, can,
3: you can laugh at yourself
2: huh? still alive
1: that's okay because i looked at the website and i'm and like judging from its activity and updating i'm, eh. not, quite, I'm not oh so yeah he,
2: he doesn't he doesn't really work on that site anymore i mean he he does uh journalism for you know ign or whoever the hell i don't know like all Maybe those Polygon professional sites yeah one of those
0: yeah he did egm for a number, number of years right
3: yeah, yeah he was egm yeah. for a long time Best part of EGM, in my opinion, but
2: yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, we tried to uh, reach out to him when we did the uh, Mark Discordia uh, episode. Uh, I don't know if you read is that, that one. That,
2: is that the Mario guy? Yes, yeah. so
0: that's the plumber. Yeah.
2: <laughs> the
3: plumber who who loves drugs and fucking... And- <laughs> I, I do yeah, all
1: the and drugs and I bang different women every
0: weekend.
2: Yeah. Oh, that was the best exchange I've, I've <laughs> Yeah, seen.
0: We tried to find like, Mark Discordia online <laughs> and see if we can get him on. I think you he's know. dead.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, all those drugs will do that to you.
0: Yep, and the women. If you the
1: weekend, <laughs> who knows? Maybe maybe the pimps of one of those women just caught up with them.
3: <laughs> and uh, did you keep up on the Japanese? Would be another question.
2: Yeah, that's a uh, big follow. So yeah, that, that was one of those things where when when you're trying to homeschool a kid who only cares about video games, you know, my <laughs> mom's just desperate to find anything tangentially related that she can try to make education. And, uh, yeah, we actually lived in Japan when I was a little kid, uh, for five years. So, so I had that like cultural kind of understanding to a certain degree, but, Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, we lived on base. It was, my dad was in the air force. Um, and so I didn't get super acculturated, but she really wanted me to. And (laughs) yeah, I, you know, I, I was as lazy as could possibly be. So that that I definitely can respect. (laughs) So you didn't follow
1: through with picking up the Japanese?
2: No. You know, I have friends who literally do that at Nintendo of America that that translate Japanese to English uh, for their various products. And uh, I'm glad I'm not them.
1: You know, if you uh when you get around to listening to the backlog of our episodes, you'll find that I dabble in a little Japanese.
2: Oh nice. Don't. Oh no. Don't worry I
0: We
3: he more dabbles in racism towards yeah i was gonna say
0: uh
3: racist (laughs) stereotypes
0: is more like oh come on (laughs) don't be like that oh
3: Oh, jesus christ all right um
0: so you okay a couple more questions so you you actually ended up working for nintendo at some point right and like living down the street from them
2: i don't i never worked for them i have a lot of friends who do but uh you know I, i i work in bellevue which is right next door to redmond which is yeah so like probably 3 or 4 miles from their headquarters in in America.
0: Cool.
1: So what all was right. the uh, what was the first uh video game you got to work with or the first video game company you got to work with?
2: Oh god, that's a tragic story. Yeah. Well, uh, actually it leads to a really interesting Nintendo Power related story. So <laughs> all right. Yeah, I was Let's I was roll. going to the Art the Art Institute of Seattle. Mm-hmm. This was around 95 96 and uh, I I got a uh, I wouldn't really call it a job, kind of an internship at this place called Dylan Works, And they made stuff for trade shows like giant sculptures of things and you know, big big booths and that kind of stuff. And uh I I was shocked to learn when I got there that they had done uh all of those 3D models, like the the physical, actual like models and and dioramas and stuff that were on all those old Nintendo Power covers. So I got to dust, like, the Dr. Wily spaceship every week. It was like, it was, (laughs) it was like magic.
0: Oh, man, that's Wonderland. Why why were you dusting it every week?
2: Well, because I was, I pretty much just cleaned up. Like, you know, I was going to art school and they were just like, yeah, you could hang out and kind of learn the ropes, but we're not actually going to let you do any art. Uh, or so, or or pay, or awesome. pay you <laughs> right yeah you get exposure no, I th- kid i think they did pay me yeah it was most exposure uh but the 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 first game that i got to work on was through them they were contracted by some studio that was okay remember this time period they were trying to get into the booming full motion video game mm, uh, okay. market so so they needed you know these rat characters that they were going to put on RC car rigs and they were going to roll around to be part of the, the full video game, full, full motion video, uh, stuff. Oh. So I got to sculpt some, some rat stuff for that. Uh, <laughs> oh, nice. I think without being asked, I think I just, I, I knew they were working on it. and I just brought it in one day, you know, so <laughs> I, I wanted that to be my foot in the industry, but yeah, I don't think that game ever got made. And then oh. after that, um, after I graduated, I got in at, at uh, humongous, which did kids games like, um, uh, Put put the car and uh, Spy Fox, a couple other things like that. Oh. Um, yeah, so I did that, and then I and then I got a gig doing. Uh, I worked at the, at the company that did the first uh, expansion pack for Diablo, and um, we were making a Lord of the Rings kind of Diablo game, and then that got canceled. <laughs> so it's like it, 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 the first several years were really rough, but. Eventually I ended up in Michigan working at a place called Outrage and I worked on Descent 3. Um, hmm. I got to do some work on the, the original Red Faction and several oh, really? other things. You probably oh, that's a cool there. game.
3: That, that, that game was really groundbreaking with all the... Literally. The, Literally. The, 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 yeah, right? Yeah, you can just destroy everything. So yeah. It's like,
1: well, it's, you know, I, could go, I could go down the tunnel and face these enemies or just fuck them and go through the wall.
3: Well, <laughs> I think that's... a I mean, it's great in the sense, though, that um, you stuck with what you were passionate about, and you didn't give up, and that's really admirable. Like looking in, um, there's a lot of people that would get discouraged long before you did. So,
2: yeah, it was um, rough. Well, there was a period where there were just no jobs available, and I, mm-hmm. I was like, well, uh, I guess I'll move down to Oklahoma where my in-laws live and work at their hard- hardware store. <laughs> and that that actually, thankfully, only lasted a couple months. <laughs>
3: Sometimes you got to do what you got to do. you got to put food mm-hmm. on the table. We've all been there. There's
0: right. no shame in having a paying job, that's for sure. All right. Speaking um, of I jobs. Know. I don't know. I'm pretty
1: ashamed of my paying job, but like,
2: that's just <laughs> me. <laughs> this is it <a> prostitution? <laughs> well, I wish. Well, <laughs> Jesus. I he cleans it sure up the after process.
0: the gigolo, put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Speaking of jobs, um, let's talk about the first feature game here. Vice Project Doom starring Bruce Campbell. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. Um I, I actually got a chance to uh I take some I took some time to play this. I don't know if you guys uh dug into this at all or had a chance to play it.
3: I watched a YouTube video review of it and they seemed to like it. <laughs> yeah, it so.
2: looks pretty good.
0: The uh the article and the uh, localization paints it as like a sci-fi um Type of adventure, um where you're like a, a secret agent type of type of um, type of dude. Well, yeah, and we can you see can...
1: we can see him looking like Luke Cage with the uh yellow vest with the popped collars and the bracelet.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't. Yeah, think... what,
2: what, so all the art on here is a hundred times better than what's on the cover. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, no, this this
1: this this uh, starting shot right here, this insert would be. The, uh, yeah,
2: that'd be a great we, cover. Yeah, it's like well, well, shit. I
1: get to be a handsome black-haired <laughs>
0: guy with a with a trippy vest pop collars and a handgun. And- I bet you the problem was that it was it was uh, provided to them by Sammy. Oh, this is hilarious, by the way. It was a typo. It just ha- says under the data box <laughs> under here, American. It just says Merkin Sammy. American, <laughs> <There's> not <laughs> Sammy. No American, yeah. not no A. I, I, so I bet you like they either couldn't use their just like straight up box art on the cover or didn't want to. Out of yeah, I'm part.
2: sure there's a legal reason. But.
0: Yeah. Well, anyways, the, the localized version makes it seem like it's aliens in this kind of thing. But um, it it really is more like uh, anime um, based, I want to say, because it's got like the um, the the Asian zombies where they have their arms outstretched and they're kind of dressed funny. You can see them on page 11 in the middle.
2: Yeah, uh-huh. there's some really weird stuff in here. I mean, they, they've got he's got a whip, which is uh, a standard issue Vice Squad whip.
1: <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> I thought that was fascinating. And, uh,
1: <laughs> apparently, he got apparently he got his training by Simon Belmont.
3: Yeah, yeah that, well, that's what that's what the <laughs> review I saw was saying. It basically plays a lot like Ninja Ninja Gaiden, uh, more than anything else. Like, yeah, very but... precise.
0: What's weird is the game starts out as almost like a spy hunter clone where you're driving a car and you just shoot things and you, you know, right but there's some dialogue that's the only time in the game they have that. <laughs> the rest of the time it's like a um, side scrolling platformer where you have like a machine, right. you can switch to a gun or you can switch to grenades
3: apparently there well there's also a first person shooting part too, where like you're kind of moving the
2: the cursor around the
3: screen, I think
2: yeah, is that. Yeah, it's it's kind of got that gun alley sort of thing and they just play a ridiculous animation when they get hit.
3: <laughs> and that's the problem though, is that, like
2: you would have they would have been much better off just
3: making the platforming really good. You know, like mm-hmm. why why put all these resources into you know, sort of just another, you know, car shooting uh game and uh, another sort of, you know, side scrolling, you know, shoot shoot 'em up. Like I think I mean, it would have just been a lot better.
2: I, I've got some insight into that just just from my years of development. Is right. so it, when you're assessing your market competitors, you're seeing what features they have. I mean, this is why we have open world games that have one trillion mechanics now. It's just like you don't want to be one upped by anyone, and so many games uh, before this period were had multiple, you know. Mechanical states that they were in, so mm-hmm. I, I think at this point in the market, it was so saturated with everything, they just probably felt they couldn't they couldn't compete without several modes.
3: Well, from what I understand about how this game sold, it didn't compete. <laughs> <So. laughs> no, nope. well,
0: I bet you, like they 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 just had like pieces laying around from other games they could reuse. Oh, absolutely. So, oh, yeah. We've got a driving game. Let's stick a driving level in there. Sure. Oh, yeah. Just port that in there. Yeah, I mean to, that you know.
2: that driving section is like line for line. Uh, it's straight up uh, Spy Hunter. Yeah, right. it's pretty much is.
0: Just change um, the art; they won't know any different. <laughs> they, um,
3: yeah, I mean, and and this this segment, like this period of Nintendo Power, especially, it just it uh, or Nintendo releases are uh, really suffer because everyone was kind of just waiting for the Super Nintendo yeah. at this point. So, like everything. Oh, yeah. that, Everything that kind of comes out in this phase gets kind of like, lost yeah. in the in the bow wake of the Super Nintendo coming in. So, well, Especially
0: if you're coming out in, like, what, is this May? March? May of
3: 91. I mean, so You're not even honest, coming out
0: around the holiday season. You're coming around yeah. like, in the summer, you know. and So you miss yeah. the holiday season release threshold, and they're not holding off to wait until you get to the holiday release, you know, season. So clearly they don't think it can compete. So it kind of gets lost in the summer, and then it's not stocked on the shelves around Christmas.
3: And it's kind of tragic, because, I mean, objectively, this game would have been, like, probably received much better if it had just come out a year or two earlier. I mean, and obviously, that's, you can say that about a lot of games, but...
1: Um, yeah, like, with Bayou Billy, we were promised a, a game with shooting, driving, action, <laughs> and this provides them all without saying, like, oh, it's three separate games. This puts them all into one game, right? Right. Right. So it's the hybrid game where you get to switch it up and you'll keep the player on their toes with some interesting uh, engine change every now and then. Like, it's... Uh,
2: so Yeah, you, you absolutely suffer from a design perspective because the amount of resources required to make each of those modes right. feel really tight and good, it's never going to be distributed well.
0: Yeah, and I could tell there was, like, a weird transition between the first and second levels when, like, you, you defeat the boss of the first level... And you're just waiting for a good like fifteen count for the whole thing to like blow up and like the animation's not really changing. <laughs> I'm just kinda like, okay, I see it's blowing up.
3: The backgrounds in, in the platforming sections are really well done. Like just Yeah, all- it's
2: like up there with the later Sunsoft games where mm-hmm. it's, they've got a lot of colors, you got shading and I, I think the background may even have scrolled at a different speed.
3: Mm-hmm. It does. Yeah. And there's, like, elements that are a little hard. Like, apparently there's vines that you have to cut your way through, but it's not apparent looking at them that you have to do that. Like, so they're, mm-hmm. they're, it takes a bit of getting used to the way that, But you know, just overall, they've done a very good job with this game. It just got, you know, too late for the party is sort of yep. the issue here.
0: Play control was super solid. It was a fun game and it was mm-hmm. had the right amount of challenge into it. I got, I think, to the third boss, Kim mm-hmm. Ron, before I finally kicked the bucket on my first playthrough. Yeah.
1: Okay. I like the uh the narrative here for stage one, where it says uh the truck went up in flames once I punctured the steel plating with a few rounds of automatic fire. The driver was in bad shape. I found a green substance under his claws. It was gel. <laughs> so, in other words, this
0: dude was gelling.
3: <laughs> um, was I was gonna. Oh,
2: dang it! I forgot what I was gonna say.
0: But um, oh, that's a whip. I totally thought that was a machete.
2: It is. It's a whip. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I have a question. Does anyone know when the Smashing Pumpkins came out? Because this says pumpkin bashing on it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know. When uh, they had that uh, stupid Batman and Robin movie in what, like 93? What? No, that was U2.
3: They were formed they did in 1988, Kiss Me, Kill Me. So they'd been out for a few years at that oh, point. Oh, okay.
1: But uh, what was that one? Like, we don't even get... That was, like, the first time I heard their so, their stuff.
3: Yeah, I mean, they probably yeah, didn't they get hit they didn't big, big, big until, 90s. like, 95 or so. 94,
2: 95, yeah.
3: My favorite what? Smashing Pumpkins joke, though, was when they were on The Simpsons. And, yeah. uh, and Homer, P- it's Billy like... Billy
2: Corrigan, Smashing Pumpkins. Homer Simpson. Homer Simpson. <laughs> Smiling what does he politely, say after that? <laughs> so smiling he like politely. meets him at
3: the ba- yeah. He meets him at the back yeah. of uh, Lollapalooza, They're like Billy Corgan, Smashing Pumpkins, Homer Simpson, smiling politely. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, uh, that Billy Corgan is a weird dude. Like, yeah. he started his own like pro wrestling circuit that was just what? like house shows. Well, I, I
2: saw I saw just recently he's he's on like conspiracy uh shows and stuff now.
0: Yeah, he's on like some right wing conspiracy theory nut job like uh, uh radio shows now. Did he grow his hair back? <laughs>
2: no. I don't think so.
1: No. So he's still rocking so the much. chemo look? The right. like <laughs>
0: aliens stole it from them and uh <laughs> you know.
3: So I don't think any of us finished this game, but uh, I wouldn't. I don't know if I. If any of us would really. I mean, it's worth. It's worth playing, is what I would say. Is sort of the overall feel. It's like a game it you can play. Yeah,
1: I like the. But it's uh, not
3: like it doesn't have to be in your library for your library to feel complete. <laughs> I, I would.
1: Uh, I did like the uh, the villains for stage four, where it shows like blue ninjas and uh, orange, orange ninjas. And so yeah, they got the blue ninjas and the orange ninjas. So apparently, you're going to be facing clones of Ryu Hayabasa and Grant Dynasty. <laughs> because <laughs> again throw ga- throw other games in here you got spy hunter so why not ninja gaiden and castlevania but well, the good times roll do you have anything else
3: to add mike or are you good with wrapping this one up
1: uh i like the fact that you have to collect 100 coins to one up so it's like yeah now you're beat cup mario <laughs>
0: <laughs> how about you ben Uh no nothing really The Ryu the ryu hayabusa thing though reminded me that um So, have you guys heard of the the series Orochi Warriors? Yes. Nope. It's like Dynasty uh, Warriors? It's like Dynasty Warriors meets Samurai Warriors. Okay. And uh, so, I have it for my Vita. I was playing on my business trip last week, and all of a sudden, Ryu had, like, he was like the Ninja Gaiden music on one of these levels, and you start seeing like a city, and like Ryu Hayabusa is like a playable character in the game. I'm like, oh, holy shit, Ninja Gaiden's in here. (laughs) So, that was a nice little bonus.
2: Ninja Anyways. Gaiden is uh, the other. I think it was Ninja Gaiden Two was one of the other times I was in Nintendo Power. I got a, you know, where they actually have you photograph your screen and then develop that film mm. and then put that film in an envelope with a <laughs> yep. stamp and then mail it to them and then they will put your name in the magazine with the high score section.
0: Nice. Wow. So, did, you, did you solve the game?
2: <laughs> oh, I solved it. I solved it good. <laughs>
0: Alright, so next up we have uh, the Howard and Nestor. Looks like they're covering uh, Monopoly. Mike, did you want to do this? Sure. Uh, we, uh, this is a, a big change in the uh, the styling of the comics because
1: it starts off with like a little one-off gag instead of uh, continuing with the rest of the... Uh, instead of starting with the story. We got uh, Nestor with wings flying out of a cage saying, you think this is funny, smart guy? And Howard's looking up laughing saying, of course not. I am not quite getting the, well, that.
2: Well, that—that's from the "get out of jail free" card in Monopoly. Is a guy flying out of a cage.
1: I know. Mm-hmm. I just don't know why he thinks it's funny. Like he's getting out of jail. Good for him. Like I don't know why he's being mocked. Like I guess he had a can of Red Bull. And, It'd be funny if he was stuck in a bird cage.
2: I know. I get that feeling that. Yeah, Howard put him in the cage. That's why he's yelling. At
3: <laughs> I like your theory. I like Josh's yes. theory. Let's go with that. All right. He puts the <laughs> lotion on
1: its hair, or else
2: it gets the hose again. <laughs> gets the hose again. Yeah, so. All right. So,
1: and then we got uh, we got the two of them dressed up like big tycoons, uh, just strolling down Main Street like uh, like Robert Crumb with the uh, with the with the le- with the wide leg stance
0: going on. No, it's like- uh, what's his name? Moneybags. Well, yeah, they're
1: dressed as money bags, but like with the uh leg. He's talking about leg.
3: the uh, the the crumb walking art style.
1: Oh, right. He's talking about yeah, yeah. and uh, Nestor's walking his dog, and uh, he's trailing a bunch of money. And uh, Howard's saying like, "Well, aren't you going to pick it up?" And he goes, "Why bother? These pockets are bottomless."
3: So and the kind of <clears throat> the kind of player that Ben likes to play Monopoly with.
0: <laughs> one, that, right. one that
3: burns through at the start. Yeah. <laughs> so. The yeah. one that doesn't, not, doesn't learn
0: to watch you when you're playing Banker. Wink, wink. Let <laughs> me take a little... Uh, <laughs> oh,
3: sketchier. remind me never to <laughs> remind me never to play Monopoly with you.
1: All right. Remind uh, me never to play Monopoly. Yeah, that's a good point. So, and now uh, they're at the auction, which I never really did uh, do the auction part of Monopoly whenever I played it, but mm-hmm. here they are, and uh, they're putting up the reading railroad on the auction block, and Nestor just thinks if he can get... The other railroad, then uh, Howard won't get the Monopoly. So he blows a lot of money on the uh, railroad, and then a policeman is looking at the trail of money that Nestor's left behind, and he's like, there's something strange about this. And then uh, Howard's sneaking in some good advice, like, you know, I really thought that you would be saving up for Illinois Avenue, because more people land there than anyone else. And uh, Nestor's just Looking at the camera like, he's so jealous, he's turning green. My favorite color.
3: The artwork on that, pa- on that square is really cool. Like, they did a good job with, with Nestor on that.
0: Nice DreamWorks face.
3: Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, it is.
1: <laughs> so then we've All got right. uh, the auctioneer dressed as a shady poker dealer with a, uh, with a see-through visor. And he's putting up a bid for Illinois Avenue and Chief Skate Howard's putting up $14. But nobody competes with him, so he gets it for a steal.
2: Well, I'm trying to understand. Is Nestor being distracted by the dog so he misses it? No, he's looking at his pockets. He's uh, got the money. out of money. Oh, okay, gotcha.
3: Because he's blown through all his cash. Yep. And, and, and that's and, not all he's going to be blowing once he gets to prison. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, so then Howard's, uh, you know, like, kind of teasing him while trying to be helpful. It's just like, why didn't you just mortgage one of your other properties to raise the cash to buy Illinois Avenue? And Nestor's just thinking, why don't you take a long ride on the short line? But then the cop catches up to Nestor and he goes, oh, yes, my money. I never thought I'd see it again. And the cop says, neither will you. And you won't either because you're under arrest for littering. And Howard being this a is totally funny,
3: what cops would do, by the way, just take the money. and go- yeah. Littering.
1: <laughs> yeah. And uh, then he's asking uh, Howard to give him the water. Wor- he'll give him the waterworks, Baltic Avenue and his dog. <laughs> 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 and he got to jail. <laughs> And howard thinking, oh, I don't know, I might need it someday. And then Nestor's just thinking, Alright, I'll find I'll throw in the reading railroad. And you can have Kentucky Avenue and Indiana Avenue too. Which uh since he already has Illinois, that gives him the monopoly on the uh, orange properties. And the cop lets him out and goes like, Alright, you've done your time. And then he's got the, the 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 face, I've only seen that face definitely one place before. Do you ever see the old Frosty the Snowman, the rankin' bass cartoon? <laughs> When the old conductor, yeah. uh, when the cop is uh, just like, oh, what are you doing there, you little bastard? And she's like, oh, you got to forget, Frosty. He just came to life. Oh, all right. These friggin' snowmen, you come to life. They don't know nothing. Come to life. And that's the same face he makes when he swallows his whistle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a bit of an that animation so fan.
0: Specific.
1: I'm an animation <laughs> fan, OK?
3: Oh, dear God. All so, right. If you think, think if you used your powers for good instead of just wasting away, mm, <laughs> if you just
1: find, find this knowledge, <laughs> and next time you see Frosty the Snowman, just remember What's, that face with the cup. Why
3: am I ever What's the, the Snowman ever? You, I don't again? know,
1: kids, or you just appreciate good animation.
0: All right, I, I've okay. only heard of uh, Frosty the the Blowman, a hustler. <laughs> <something else> parody. <laughs> you mean Frothy the Blowman? Is that oh, like that's, an, that's a sequel?
3: <laughs> is that in the is that in the grinding Nemo series of animation?
2: <laughs> so is this is this comic uh, meta narrative uh commentary on Nintendo's business practice during the anime?
0: <laughs> uh. yeah, I mean look how, how easy it is for Howard to just uh r- rip off Nestor.
1: He's <laughs> <Just laughs> capitalizing on the uh yeah.
3: on
0: the criminals just like our politicians.
1: So yeah. thanks, to, Josh, thanks for listening to Playing with Politics.
3: When we had Catherine uh, Spears on, uh, she's uh, Howard's um, spires Howard spires sorry stepdaughter, and so she was telling about when Howard left Nintendo. They actually gave him a custom version of this where uh, Howard like murders Nestor. <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> yeah, she hasn't so, ponied it up though. So all yeah, we're still we're
3: still begging, but you know nope. I was gonna we'll keep we
0: keep
2: waiting. Uh, yeah. That's amazing.
3: But apparently there's like an ultra like violent version of this where Howard just Yeah, like, I
2: want to see him just eating his entrails afterwards. You know, he's got his <laughs> pinky up with the fork, you know, on his, his intestines.
3: Alright. So we done?
0: Well I think he I takes his it. intestines and makes a bow tie out of it, I would think. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> Holy Christ, that's dark. I love it.
0: I hate his number uh, with some one up mushrooms and a fine tea. <laughs> You remember Riccio, right, John?
3: <laughs> remember what? Sorry,
0: Riccio, the story Riccio. of Ricky? Oh, Yeah, yes. The Legend that, of, like the the guy, of like, Riccio, where he like cuts his own he, like gut open, takes his intestines, and he try to strangle strangles the dude with his <laughs> own intestines.
3: <laughs> My favorite is when his arm gets cut, and he like rips the tendons out and ties them in a knot so <laughs> yes. he can like continue punching everyone.
0: <laughs> oh, way better. It's all better now.
3: Yeah. All right. So on to
2: Rocketeer.
0: The Rocketeer.
2: Ready your rockets and blast off!
0: There you go. It's based on the movie, which is based on I had no idea. Is this based Probably on a Nathan? comic?:
2: It's a comic. a comic? I think: Yeah, it's a comic from the late 30s.:
0: Oh, well, there you go. Uh, yeah, so I played this game, and it is uh, garbage. <laughs> it, uh, yeah. If you want to play a good platformer that has similar and better functionality, play Bionic Commando.
2: Apparently, oh, Planet Command is the best. This is the only
3: version of the game that's actually playable, though. Like, the Super Nintendo version starts with an air race that's impossible to win. And so... <laughs> this is actually the superior
2: version of the Rocketeer game. So that's <laughs> the Dark Souls of Rocketeers, you're saying? Yes.
0: Yeah, I mean, you're just constantly, like, turning left or right to, to shoot people and jump over barrels and stuff like that. And there wasn't actually any, any rocketing Uh, In the in the levels I played, (laughs) I think in the later levels you do, but it's it's really like you're kind of just floating in the air. You press up, down, the right to move. Mm -hmm. So you don't get that rocketing through air feeling. I don't think.
1: And now you think there would be spots where you need to rocket to get over like wide gulfs or uh, flights
0: or hoops or.
3: Right, but what Ben is saying, he wants sort of like you know that three dimensional rocketing around. You know, I want to
0: see the NES Top Gun game (laughs) with the sprite (laughs) of the Rocketeer. (laughs)
1: We saw yeah, a game similar. Jet. We saw a game similar to that. I don't know what it yes. is, but remember they were talking about like you have to sink the Hindenburg. Yes. So Apparently, you're a domestic terrorist in the 30s. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. So that's. Awesome.
3: I don't think any of us have really played through this game much, though. So.
0: No, hmm. but
2: looking at its icons, like I, f- I feel like you can tell when a when a dev is phoning it in when every single one of the uh, power ups is two colors. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
1: they're orange.
2: Well, and oh,
3: brown. One key thing there is, if you look at the Little memory section of the data box, it's an MMC one game at this late in the in the Not process. In like
1: man. in the
0: yeah they they just challenge and f- out. challenge and excitement two point nine.
3: Yeah, I think this was too like just oh, we need to try to get some of that movie you know money. Oh, into absolutely. The yep. yeah.
1: yeah, I mean, like they talk about Cliff Seacord. I'd rather play a video game about the life of Laura Seacord. <laughs> Um, uh you guys know who that is, right? Nope. Okay, she was a Canadian heroine of the uh, war of 1812. I heard she Canadian walked,
3: in my brain just shut off.
1: She walked so. 20 miles out of American occupied territory to warn the British forces of an impending American attack. And uh so she's a traitor? Uh no, she's a Canadian. terrorist, you're saying. Yeah. yeah. And it says uh and uh, someone named a chocolate company after her. Because uh, on the 100th anniversary of her walk, so she warned the uh, the British Dominion of Canada that an American attack was impending, and they were able to put up a suitable defense and then eventually push the Americans back. So she's so, a
2: terrible person, is what you're saying.
1: Uh
0: Canadian icon is the... Are <laughs> you saying
2: Canadians are not Americans? <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm sorry, I stopped listening as soon as you said Canadian.
2: Yeah, that's what I said
1: too. So anyway, this is someone you should know about. It's Canada Day, which should I share a little bit? Oh, of the, it is
3: Canada Day. We should have thought all about right. that. All right. Happy so blame Canada. So thank God for Canadian Betsy Ross, which is what she was in my brain because I stopped listening. All right. Um, yes, when she
1: gets angry, she turns into the Incredible Hulk.
3: <laughs> now that's that's a Canadian hero I can get behind. There you um, go.
1: That's Betty Ross.
3: So, yeah, I definitely, definitely this this files under the you know failed movie license uh, segment of the Nintendo library. I would say, unfortunately. Yeah. All right. Uh, Let's on shove to the Power on awards. That's did we, right. Did we actually? Did anybody actually take time to write down what our votes were? <laughs>
0: uh, no. Our listeners are going to have to listen back and remind us whatever. The <laughs> hell you did you? Oh, okay. I think
3: best graphics and sound. We all said. Well, you got, a few people said Mega Man.
0: No, not Mega Man Three. I think we picked uh, Super. We Mario all Bro- picked Mario. Yeah,
3: that's I right. picked
0: uh, Castlevania Three, I think, and I think the rest of you picked Mario Brothers Three. Yeah, Anyways, Mega I'll read through the winners here for these: Sorry. best graphics and sound, Mega Man Three; best theme and fun, Super Mario Brothers Three; best challenge, Castlevania Three; best play control, Super Mario Brothers Three; and best hero, Mega Man. Best bad guy Shredder, most innovative Shadowgate, um, which oh. I don't know why that's innovative. Um,
2: because yeah. it was a PC game on NES. Yes. yes,
0: first person perspectives that don't look like absolute garbage. We had to use uh, commands like "look,"
2: completely arbitrary or puzzles.
0: Speak. Place uh, uh, candlestick
3: in well. Hey, the my phone. vote my vote came in second at least, and you guys all mocked me. The miracle <laughs>
0: keyboard. <laughs> Um, I thought I picked Boy and His Blob, but maybe that wasn't that year. Um, best simultaneous multiplayer game, Team 2
1: Yeah, I think we all picked that because that, yeah, uh, that was pretty damn awesome. the best.
0: <laughs> it's so freaking awesome, but Dr. Mario. I think our guest a... picked Dr. Mario.
3: Um,
0: yeah. And then overall, and then best game, Boy.
3: game. Well, Game Boy best game.
0: Oh, Game Boy best game, Team Fall of the Foot Clan, which yeah. and then I will say shots. I actually took time to play. Uh, hmm. It plays better than it looks. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and then the actual best game, which actual be best, the best game for the
0: NES, Super Mario Brothers three.
2: There we go. I am shocked they went with a first party title. <laughs> well, no, these yeah. are based it seems like off a off conflict of, Raiden, in, of interest or something. <laughs> these are based off
3: of in votes. These were not. These were not. Yes. Um, so this was the, what we all voted okay. for okay. as readers. So um, supposedly, I think mm. we agreed on. <laughs> I we it. we both had Super Mario was the best play control. I,
2: I think we agreed on that. Um. Yeah. Know. So the, the other the other oh. ones nominated for play control. If if I'm remembering this correctly, all of them had the static jump, right? Like you jump and you can't turn back or or mm. change your arc at all in the air. right? Uh, Mario three. Right. Like, to me, that's a Mario three. You can
1: you
0: can control your ascent in Mario three. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, uh, that's what I'm saying. Mario three is the one yeah. that had lets you do that. I thought you like, voted
0: for Mega Man three, Mike.
2: Didn't Mega? Um.
1: What I've, I mean, Mario three. I think you did, from what
0: I recall. I don't
1: have to listen to it again, but I think I would have gone with uh, (sighs) Mega Man three. Did uh, well. I think I would have nominated for other things, like you know, introducing Rush, who has become a uh, a classic character in memory, and the the Break Man with that uh, nice whistle that shows up every now and then. Like it was good. I don't think I throw it in the play control though. I mean, it's hard to beat Mario. You can grab the shells, throw them at enemies, control your ascent and descent. It's
2: yeah, and there's all the different suits that give you all those different powers. Oh
1: yes, the Tanuki. We uh, <laughs> when, when you when you go through the episodes, you'll you'll find we have a thing or two to say about the Tanuki.
3: <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, and then uh, what? We have another another comic, which is I think rare that we have multiple comics. Yeah. And, uh,
0: yeah, this is a first. We have a Battletoads comic that is being printed oh, here. It basically nice. tells you about the origins of uh, the Battletoads. Yep, they exist in vid space.
3: I uh, honestly didn't read this in my prep, so you guys take it away. <laughs>
0: I read the first comic, I... so Ben can read the other one. <laughs> oh, I, def- <laughs> I haven't read this thing since I was a, a child. Honestly. It's like six pages. It's not bad. It's like a regular comic book strip kind of thing. I believe I uh, said okay. I believe I said you can read it and not skip over
3: it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, sorry. <laughs> so wait, we've got some people infiltrating a
1: they, uh they have a 3D <laughs> hologram. <laughs> it's going <out>. real well. <laughs> okay, they got holograms that uh, these three programmers uh uh they get their hair dried as well as interviewed <laughs> as well as controlling these holographic images.
3: They're jacked oh, okay. in. Okay. Alright. So the, the battle toads are holographic projections of their persona, basically.
0: Oh, I get that. I love this the col- names of the battle toads are Zitz, Pimple, and Rash. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. That's which, edgy.
0: And we get yeah, to see my, par- my <laughs> parents
1: love that those names. Yeah, we get to see the real <laughs> names, uh, where they talk about they call each other like Dave and George and Morgan. And they are interview uh, they're talking to this I guess the president of the company, and he clearly looks like Satan. <laughs> he's got that that, that evil mohawk yeah, the yeah, sloping eyebrows yeah. and
2: he's got the widow's peak
1: <laughs> which a widow's peak with a mohawk which is impressive
2: <laughs> it's like a tree. oh, oh I thought hair. I thought you were talking about the other the, the, the no uh, yes it's the white haired okay. mohawk guys yeah that. oh you're right this other guy is even more satanic <laughs> yeah they look like characters out of uh chick track have you ever guys oh s- yeah seen those yes like, like the, you know if you believe in evolution you're going to hell like that's the faces <laughs> that they're making
1: yep Oh, I saw this this post on Facebook. It showed, like, a a picture of a crucifix. It's just, like, funny how it is how the more educated people get, the further they get away from God. And I was just thinking, because you're doing a lousy job of filling in the blanks and they're not.
3: I probably don't want to go there with this podcast But (laughs) Anyway. I'm so (laughs) angry.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, anyway, this guy uh, is messing... So, the uh, the Anton LaVey... Uh, guy in the lab coat is messing around with the computer, and he creates, uh, I guess he just, like, weird science creates a woman out of the computer, but she doesn't believe that she's been created, and uh, How do
3: I
2: make one of those out of my computer? Cause, uh, oh, yeah. She's fine.
0: Weird mm-hmm. science. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> ooh, 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 uh, weird
2: I like science. how they leave it up to your imagination what she's wearing, because it's almost nothing, but she's got a cape in front of her.
1: Yeah, <laughs> It's like yeah. a no. It's like the uh the She's got uh,
2: Dominatrix boots. It's like the no, Bela,
1: it's like the Bella Lugosi replacement in Plan Nine from <laughs> Outer Space,
0: like just <laughs> covering themselves up whenever they're in scene. You can kinda of see it from the side on page three and nine. It's just like a a one piece black swimsuit kind of thing.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. So they lure them
1: in and uh I guess they uh Yeah, they lure them back into the machine and I guess they've been like permanently digitized into battle toads. Mm. Which is, you know, the, the queen's just like, okay, I'm going to make my enemies as powerful as they can possibly be before I try <laughs> to end their life. And yep. then they end up beating the crap out of all the uh, enemy forces, but then they get swarmed, and then they fly away on a helicopter by some vulture. Professor
2: T-Bird. Yeah, It's a vulture-shaped uh, helicopter? <laughs> it's a spaceship. I don't see a blade, though. Yeah, it's a it's, a,
3: it's, a, it's a spaceship that's shaped like a bird. Oh, okay. And he says, "You're lucky, Professor T. Bird. I, Professor T. Bird, was passing and could lend you a feather."
2: Uh, no. Like, why didn't
3: uh... you <laughs> rescue us? Well, I can't stand mm. the dark t- queen winning at anything. And so, I was
1: in so. love with her once, but I chalk it up to the whims of a besotted young heart. She is quite a babe in a twisted sort of way. Not a <laughs> twisted sort of way; just flat out, she's a babe.
0: Yeah. She's not a bird or frog named after a uh, skin ailment. (laughs) So, there you go. So anyway,
3: that's the the origin story of Battletoads. Yeah. And it's about as exciting
1: as we described it. Now we know. (laughs) All
3: right, on to the classified (laughs) information.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Classified information. I really got nothing here, but if you guys want to talk about some tips.
3: There's a double strength code for Teenage Mutant
1: Ninja Turtles. Does that mean you hit harder? I would assume so.
0: It means you double fist the game. You play with the <laughs> game beds.
3: And there's some password help for Mega Man 3, too.
0: This is interesting. I just learned that there's a Dirty Harry game for Nintendo.
1: Oh, yeah. Where
0: you can get uh, <laughs> unlimited lives with, with entering a password.
1: Is Dirty Harry quiet.
0: dressed in a zoot suit? <laughs> yeah, he's wearing a, like a purple muumuu slash uh, pajamas.
1: Yeah, he's going to a he's going to a friggin' swing lounge to to <laughs> deal with some Molly who's been flapping her gaps to the packer.
0: Yeah. Or... Hey there, Brad. You feel lucky, huh? What do you say? <laughs> hey,
1: touch What do you say? You and me, and scream beat feet. Uh, <laughs> oh, what does that mean? And
3: look, look, Ben. There's a invincibility code for uh, Silver Surfer that would have made your life better.
1: <laughs> I'm pretty sure I used it. <laughs> <laughs> unlimited so,
3: continues that sounds like the was, ben code
1: oh great now you can survive <laughs> to the end of the shitty game
3: pretty much oh that's no, what i, was I used say, the game uh, genie because it was to even say better about
0: um, <laughs> just skip to the end credits no. was, so, vice don't, project, don't take any damage was that was the game genie thing
3: the vice <laughs> project doom that's why that's why i forgot what i was going to say there's unlimited continues so at least you can like continue going through the game like until you until you like or something like like you're not you're not we were running out of lives and having to start back over again. So that's good.
0: Were you seeing the Vice Project Doom code?
3: No, no, no. Like there was just unlimited continues with Vice Project Doom.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean it starts off at the beginning of the level. Um
3: Right, okay. you're not all the way back at the start start, like you know what I mean. So mm-hmm. all right. Uh anything else there?
0: Nope. Let's move on to the Lone right. Ranger. Okay. So I played this game, it's uh interesting. It's a little de- it's kind of decent. Um so what's kind of um, cool and sort of frustrating is, so you start off, it looks like you have different regions, which I guess are considered like levels. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it's got like uh, an
2: overhead map. That's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, yeah. you have an overview, ma- overview head map, and there's like um, these dudes that walk around on the, on the over- overhead map. If you run into them, it's like a bunch of bad guys. you got to shoot and all that kind of stuff. And there's towns you can go to, and um, when you shoot bad guys or punch and kill them, you get money, and you get enough money. You can buy more bullets, or go to the doctor and get health. Um, and then you can find clues about where stuff is. So at the beginning of the game, you have to find out. Kemosabe tells you, "Hey, you got to go find your horse." Um, Aren't you Kemosabe? I have silver. Yeah. Aren't you Kemosabe?
1: No. Tonto what? is the Indian. You're Kim- he calls the uh, the long oh, ranger Kemosabe. Okay,
0: my bad. He they don't put his name on the screen. He just says Kemosabe. My bad. It says good work Kim Osabe yeah Um, yeah so Lone Ranger you get to go into um, Tucson you ask the sheriff about hey where's uh, where can I find the horse and he's like oh it's you gotta ask around town Um, you might find some information so you find this old lady and she's like oh I saw the horse across the river so you leave town you go all the way down past uh, Tombstone you'll see your horse across the river you go into Tombstone and that guy's hold on, like, hold on.
2: Like, you're, you're leaving out something really important, which is uh, that you have a shootout with outlaws on the road and a real shoot nanny with some outlaws yeah. in Mnour Hills. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, the point is, like, there's all these, like, steps you have to do in order to progress. And if you try... So I died at a certain point um, from being shot too many times and going to the doctor is, like, 50 bucks and, like, you start out <laughs> with $100 and it's impossible to, like, make a bunch more money. So... <laughs> So, um, not with
3: that attitude, you not.
0: <laughs> yeah. So when <laughs> you I go on the
3: ye old whorehouse and blow your way to success.
0: <laughs> yeah. So when I died, I'm like, oh, well, I know where the horse is. I'll just go straight there. And like the horse isn't there. I'm like, oh shit! You're not telling me I have to go all the way back to like the first area. <laughs> I'm oh like, find the old lady, ask where <laughs> the horse is. You know all that stuff, and you do. So that that's part's uh, annoying. Where's the horse? Um,
1: you know the salon, same as always. No, no, no. I said horse. <laughs> right. So
0: there's there's two modes. Once you actually get uh, fighting, there's sort of like the town mode or or like um, in the uh, uh, middle of desert mode where you're shooting at bad guys and whatnot. That part's pretty fun. You can shoot in eight different directions and it's kind of overhead, almost not isometric, but kind of overhead view.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then there's a side scrolling platformer view, which is not not as good, but still okay. And Then there's like a first person view yeah, inside there's the Yeah, first cave. person. It's a first caves. person view and the guy says, "I
1: thought cave banditos were extinct." <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh yeah, in the in the stores when you're talking to them? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um and,
3: and, and what's
0: annoying is when you go and talk to like most people, the the first thing they they it don't asks have you to is say. It's like, hmm. "Do you want to listen to what they have to say? Yes or no?" Right. Like why would uh, you? Why am oh I talking to you? Why would, why would I, not, I go you in, to I would say? just,
3: I would just, just like, not talk to them. Oh
1: my god, managers. that's even worse than Dragon Warrior, where you walk up to somebody, press yes, the A button. You got to
2: go three menus deep to go upstairs or open a door. <laughs> oh my god, yes, just let the A button do the work. I mean, just give me the
1: shitty menu. There's only one thing I want to do with the stairs. I don't want to talk to the stairs. <laughs> I don't want to use the flute yeah. on the friggin' stairs.
2: Just
0: let well, me you know walk at up some point, some stairs. stairs,
2: you'll have to use the flute on them in order to progress. So,
0: <laughs> I mean, all right. So, so um, the best thing I can say about the Lone Ranger game is they really nailed the music. It is, yeah,
3: I heard some 8 bit versions of the.
2: They did, they really made, they It
0: really is made phenomenal, the yeah.
2: And, uh, have you, have you guys, uh, heard of the Legacy Music Hour podcast?
0: No, no, nope. The, wait, hold on. You there are other check podcasts. It
2: <laughs> there are other podcasts oh. by other comedians. Yeah, no, it's it's uh, two stand-up comedians who basically just play eight and sixteen-bit music and comment on it. Okay, <laughs> I could actually, I could actually enjoy that. You, What's you it called should? again? It's great, the Legacy Music Hour.
3: Okay. Hmm. Um, one fun fact about Lone Ranger: he only uses silver bullets. By the way. Because he like it's the logic is that uh, werewolves,
0: vamp- yes. vampires.
3: <laughs> well, no, he like values like the taking of a life, so he only
0: vampires. Sort of. Vampires be wooden bullets, <laughs> or, or maybe I guess garlic tipped bullets or something.
1: <laughs> no, like there was some, like there was a uh, there's actually some cowboy vampire movies, and yes, there's more than one. And that's how they beat uh, the vampire. with Not with a stake, because it's a western. They gotta use a gun so it's silver bullets. Just like a vampire. <laughs> uh, just like a werewolf.
2: Well, now in Lost Boys, they used a, a squirt gun with holy water on it. So. They also
1: did that in Bordello of Blood with a bunch of super soakers. <laughs>
2: nice. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I don't think
3: any of us played through through this game, but um, it's worth checking out for the music alone, I would say. It definitely... Uh, you know, pump it, pop, pop it in your your emulator and give it a give it a shot would be.
0: Uh, I just think it's odd they keep bringing this property back. Like, I, I don't yeah. know why they keep thinking it's a great idea. Let's bring the Lone Ranger back.
2: <laughs> My dad liked the movie. If, oh, if I'm the, sorry, yeah, but the movie How could How many
3: have video stand games at, is your dad buying? Yeah, the movie, <laughs> the like movie could, have, yeah, the movie could zero. have
1: stood. The movie could have withstood a dect a depectomy, and <laughs> sure. You know, just like 20 just like tw- like I don't think that's death. fair. 20% dead. Uh, not excise him that's... completely because Tonto does have some good moments in the movie. But just remove like a lot of the future cuts and just let us see the story as it is in yeah. one shot. No, no, none of that mugging for the camera, but like removable. Well, oh no, it was it was like
2: a Bay joint, wasn't it? Like Michael yeah. Bay or Bruckheimer, one of those. It was Bruckheimer, who, yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't Bay, thank God. But yeah, yeah, because
1: I did enjoy parts of Next it. Next best thing. I did enjoy parts of it, but when I tried to see it again, I rolled my eyes a lot, and I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot about this part, forgot about that part, forgot about that part.
0: <laughs> yeah, I remember sitting through one of the pirates movies, and I think I fell asleep for good. 45 minutes to the movie and i didn't miss a goddamn thing because they were still being chased by something <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah i mean those movies i think the, the first movie was pretty darn good with pirates and like yeah. the rest of them kind of rode the coattails of that like i think people kind of remember that that whole series a little more fondly than how good it actually well, they is.
2: just got wackier and more convoluted as they went or it was yeah. like everyone's betraying everyone and you never know who's on whatever side and if right. you followed it it might be interesting but how could you it's
3: right. like it's like the Matrix. Eventually, I was like, "What the fuck is going on <laughs> yeah. with these movies?" So,
0: I am the architect. <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> oh man, uh, I I, started, I laughed openly in the theater when that guy popped up on the screen. I was like, "Seriously?" <laughs>
1: I love the MuchMusic Video Awards Are where the they theaters? had. I love the MuchMusic Video Awards where they did a parody of that. where They had Will Ferrell as the architect.
2: Oh yeah, that was good. <laughs> that, was, that was pretty good.
1: Much music. <laughs> Oh wait, MTV. Okay, so
0: oh well, it's Canada. Day. We should call it Much Music. You're right.
1: Yeah, Much Music did have their own uh, video awards, but uh, he was on the MTV one. Oh, okay. I love what the, they also had. Like Jack Black as Spider Man, <laughs> and Sarah Michelle was Mary Jane. Sarah Michelle Gellar. Yeah.
2: <laughs> that sounds good.
3: All, All right. right. Well, that wraps uh, Lone Ranger up. Not much to see yeah, there. That takes us to the midpoint.
0: That's the halfway well, we, point.
3: We want, do we want to talk about the? The close up with the with the poster? Oh of course or? we are. I we sh-
0: okay. I thought yeah, we, we wanted to open with the with the poster. Nah it's not that strong. Alright, fine. Alright, I'll start us off. Oh Tail spin. Oh Tail spin tailspin. Oh Oh yeah.
3: Oh Oh. Oh Oh God. Of course it's uh yes, this is actually a pretty nice poster for uh for tailspin the game. Um Obviously heavily borrowing from the the, uh, cartoon series art.
1: Mm -hmm. I, 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 the concept of it is just fucking boggling. Like what, like they lived in the jungle and I guess like they followed (laughs) Mowgli into the village and decided to co-opt all the technology and just fly around (laughs) and start their own businesses and piracy. And it's like, why? It's basically
3: Futurama meets uh, Jungle (laughs) Book. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, why the hell are they all take flying around and, like, but Shere Khan it, it's is a businessman? jungle, is it? Well, yeah, Shere Khan is, like, a a businessman who shows up every now and then. But you think Bagheera or I think King – isn't King Louis a bartender or something?
3: Yeah, I think so. Or he runs, he runs, like, kind of the restaurant at their home base. Yeah, so why not yeah.
1: have Mowgli show up every now and then? Like, <laughs> do humans exist in this world or not? I don't think so. Uh, so like Mowgli was the last human it was like some nuclear winter and all the animals have just like <laughs> taken this technology and figured out okay we'll learn to read we'll learn to fly and we'll just like <laughs> see see what the humans uh, were digging on this
3: what was the, that the boat yeah. was the sea duck was what it was called right was that the boat
0: sounds right It sounds about right I can't yeah, the size of for this thing is just bananas and it's wonderful yeah it's and I think it's one of those <laughs> things that like work box. better as a kid it's when it's like you're a just, soapbox like, yeah, car so with a, so a propeller
3: it's Baloo, like, and he's delivering stuff, and... I think someone
0: yeah. came up with the title first. They're like, oh, we should call something Tailspin. That's a great name. <gasps> it's and like then, you're spinning oh, yeah, tails. Let's, let's think
1: about what, <laughs> animals what, that what, fought what,
0: in planes. Um, like,
1: yeah, just what,
3: came up with what whatever haven't we touched in, like, 40 years? Oh, yeah, like the animals from uh, from Jungle Book. Oh, Let's great. consult so so the just dolphins in the table. tank table. for ideas. The manatees. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There you go. All right.
0: So let's put a bow on this uh, halfway point. Um, yep. so if you want to find us in between episodes, you can find us on Twitter at GetThePower88 or on Facebook. Find us Playing with Power Podcast. Send us an email via Gmail, PlayingWithPowerPodcast at gmail.com. Please, please, please go on iTunes and give us a rating and a review. If you feel so inclined, we really appreciate it. Help us get some more uh notoriety in the in the search results at iTunes. And, and if, uh, uh, did you speaking, want to talk about our YouTube channel, Mike? Uh, well, speaking of the iTunes reviews, if you're that uh, playing
1: with girl power <laughs> reviewer, All I right. am recently single. Talk to <laughs> me. Uh, we had a girl reviewer who likes the show, so uh, if she's within
0: driving distance, Mike enjoys the tires are being driven around. The tires are not
3: the tires are not bald. Uh, then uh, yes, uh, if
0: you give him free pizza, <laughs> <will go> on <laughs> day with you. give me pizza and I'll treat you right. There you go. <laughs> uh, do you
4: want
0: to talk about our YouTube right. channel,
1: Mike? Yes, we've uh, actually uploaded some videos to the YouTube channel. To uh, We've got our second video up. It's a sample of the second episode because doing an entire two-hour episode takes about six hours. And uh, I'd really rather not do that. So what we're going to do is try to get the best of each, uh, each episode up there, like things that require a little more sight gag or uh, – you know, a bit of a visual explanation and try to get those up there to, uh, you know, just paint a better picture for the YouTube, get us a presence on there. And, uh, we got some full issues cause you know, I thought I could do it at the time. So we'll be doing uh full issues of three and five. They'll be coming out, uh, throughout the month of July. And after that, we're going to try to do, uh, you know, samples, hits, the best of. So leave comments on the uh, Facebook page. Let us know what uh, bits you'd like to see, uh, you know, a visual side of. Like if we comment on an artwork, you'd be like, I wish I was there. What were you talking about? You know, let us know and we'll put it up there.
0: All right. And uh, thank you very much to our guest, Josh Foreman, for coming on the show. Really appreciate you coming on. Is there anything you'd like to yeah. uh, plug for it? Thanks for having me. Is there anything you'd like to uh, plug for our listenership?
2: Uh, yeah, yeah, I'd love you uh, anyone to come check out my channel. So my my YouTube channel, just search for Josh Foreman, and I should be the first hit up there. I do a lot of uh, tutorials for art making, crazy video game related art. Uh, one thing I recently did was repainted the Fallout Four Pip Boy, um, you know that you get with the special order, showed how to make it look uh, authentic and not plasticky. So yeah, how to, how, how, to, how
1: to make it look like it survived a nuclear
0: assault.
2: Yeah, not not fresh out of the box from China.
0: Cool. So. All right, Mike, did you want to, anything else you wanted to plug?
2: Uh,
1: oh, I'll be appearing on an uh, episode of the Retro RPG Show. Yeah, the RPG Show with uh, Nick and Brent, uh, honored guests from episode 12, uh, 10. And I'll be uh, discussing Breath of Fire 2, the uh, SNES classic.
0: All right. And without further ado, I'll go ahead and sign us out here. I'm Ben. I'm Mike.
3: And I'm John. And now
0: you're playing with Power.
1: Entertainment system. Now you're playing with power. Ooh, oh,